to well, well hello. hello hi mr herlin how you hello. doing doing well how are you doing great it's beautiful yeah. march day I'll currently take this 65 degrees for the first couple of days of spring oh, no, me too and we're getting we're winding down to our end of the third marking yes. period Camp break right coming up this week yes and i can't even believe that we're still here in the hybrid model and we've just talked a lot about how our workload has um shifted this year and um i don't know so i, I was wondering um what did what did you want to talk about in relate relation to that workload well, shift? yeah so one of the things that we all have been dealing with and is uh, being how flexible are you when if students don't turn work in mm-hmm. or if it's turned not tur- or if it's turned in late for that matter exactly so um we have i really came across this um in cult of pedagogy uh, by jennifer gonzalez a few ideas for dealing with late work and uh, she gives some good ideas and and you know i think you'll see as we as we work our way through these ideas and some of the thoughts behind them that it can probably help or spark something else in your own practice but it was kind of funny the way she started started out the article about how her end of the marking period or the five-week progress reports, whenever you do that in your system, how you usually have people like coming in, trying to get make up work. Um, they're, they're, in fact, um, to me, they happened today. I had a couple of people who are now want to schedule um, time to come in and make up work. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how she starts it out. And um, it's kind of like, you know, it's too bad that they weren't focused that way the whole way along. Right. They're like super um, hyper-focused and um, you you kind of like this whole new kid shows yeah. up in your classroom. Right. And the thing is, it's so frustrating to begin with, but then mm-hmm. you see the diligence with, you know, that they're working at. And I think like, oh, it's been a month. Like, I totally agreed with her. What is the point yes. now? Because mm-hmm. it, we... We learned the learning this. is gone. The whole point of that, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of made me reevaluate that because that one-on-one time is essential. Um, and I started to think about, well, actually, when does it matter when they learn it? Right. You know, because there was there's a whole bunch of factors in a normal year. Sure. And, and this is now, even worse. yeah, there's a ton more factors. So we're going to talk about why kids might be turning in late work and it really isn't to excuse them it's just to talk about it yeah yeah i mean so essentially some of the main ideas here is that you know what do you do what do we do when a student turns something in late Mm -hmm. do you give them some kind of consequence or do you accept any work with no penalty Um, for me it depends you you know if the kid um if the kid's been sick or I know that they've been struggling and they actually come back and they, they actually take their time and they sure. do it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to grade that different from kids that are just sort of throwing yes. it together sloppily to just mm-hmm. get a grade. Um, because I, I don't think that that, that has as much value. Right. You At know? least the person taking some responsibility to mm-hmm. do that. So I, I kind of what was interesting, and kind of I think we should probably start ours, our podcast out the same way. Um, first of all, kind of a reflection about, you know, about your own grades. So mm-hmm. what do your grades represent? So, you know, and this was real, this kind of struck me. Yes. Because 
are you really, am I basing my grades? Are you basing your grades, you know, on academic growth or compliance? And I'm like, because I think know, for me, it's both. It is both. But I think it was interesting because I kind of felt like, am I giving them too much, like, you know, too much of the discompliance work then? Mm-hmm. But then the issue I come across though is, if you just do formative assessments with no, um, no sort of grade on them, then are they even going to do anything? And does it help them um, practice the skills to mm-hmm. do like the bigger culminating projects at the end? Yes. So, um, and so maybe like I was thinking about that too. Um, maybe the shift is that you don't have as many um or you can make the points lower exactly yes like but like right now i notice when kids have to create um in terms of writing there's like a lot of frenetic energy because Mm -hmm. they're they get concerned about what to write they get concerned about like am i how long how long is it going to be is what i'm saying um the correct thing they get really caught up in that and how to say it well and we're we're also dealing with half the time true you know and so to try to like absorb what you've read and produce writing in a half an hour it's it's a it's a big lift and so um so what i do like what i've been doing now is i offer short little creative assignments to kind of activate that okay. side of their brain. Sure. Um, and so kids have colored or they had to make a tweet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I made them do a tweet with like a hashtag and then turn their hashtag into a claim. Okay. And so um, so those short little yeah, bursts of things, bursts yeah. of things yeah. can actually accumulate into bigger, hmm. into bigger, um, products and so i i mean for me like i find that breaking down that larger goal is a lot easier yeah yeah so so well that can help the that can help students that might need extra help or reluctant learners here and some kids don't need that some kids will just be able to write it the whole thing um so that's okay too it's just um i do think it's subjective to the kids another point they brought up um as far as um a few questions about your own practice or your own grades. Mm-hmm. Are you grading too many things? Um, are you chasing a lot, you know, trying to chase down the 20 assignments you gave over the 10 weeks or, you know, um, you know, some people just enter grades. Some teachers just do the major assignments. Yeah, I, you know, I so. tend to grade everything, even if it's for less points, because I, I, that's what I'm I like you, too. I feel like I feel like they the time is valuable. It should be worth something. Yeah. And yeah. and I think um a lot of times if they doesn't don't think it matters then they don't put the effort in oh yeah or they don't they just won't do it mm-hmm. and so um and then i don't know if they know how to do it they show me they know how to do it then i'll leave them alone yeah so i mean <laughs> if, if you are someone who has a t- uh, you know you're getting a ton of assignments maybe just reduce it a little and see mm-hmm. another um point here to kind of reflect on your own practice what assumptions assumptions do you make when students don't turn in work? Yeah, and I think this one is worth reading because yeah. it, it gave some reasons why there might be missing work or why they might appear to be unmotivated. She says, although this might be true for a small portion of students, um, 
they know she no longer sees this as the likely reason. So some students have issues with executive fun- function. So when we're asking them to to navigate through tabs, yeah. that can be difficult for them in terms of managing yeah. their time, responsibility, and prioritizing what's important. They may struggle with anxiety. That's huge right now. When they're around other kids, so they might actually need to be home to do it, um, so that they have the time, space, and time with technology. Technology. Um, that's if their internet and access is reliable you at even home. Have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing is an equity issue, and so um, they said that homework should reflect an understanding that all students don't have access to the same resources once they leave school. And punitive policies that are meant to motivate students don't take any of these other issues into consideration. And I, I would say that that's true. Like for the kids mm-hmm. that are older, I teach 11th graders. They have to go home and watch siblings. Or work. Or, work or they're or... going to work. And so so that's why they're not mm-hmm. completing as much at home, um, which we're talking about coming back sure. full time. And that's another factor. What's What will happen then? Yeah. It's... What about you? I feel I feel the same way. I kind of feel guilty in a sense sometimes because you just think, well, why? What's wrong with these kids? They're not doing any work. Mm-hmm. You know what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, and really, really this year with the in the pandemic really kind of hit home with that, especially the equity issue. Um, you know, not, and I guess some of the the slower learners, you know, with executive function, but in in essence, you just don't know what people are dealing with at this time in their life. You know, especially like I said, anxiety people. You know, they're they're worried about you know, yeah, is something gonna happen to my parents or, you know, is the variants. You know, sure, all these different related factors and right. I miss my friends. They uh, uh, some kids are pod- stressed about coming back. And, and actually, one of the thing I actually heard on the podcast this morning was, um, over sixty percent of students are lonely. They feel in the sense of loneliness, and so I think that's another big thing that can impact. Who cares about training and work when, you know? Yeah, to a couple weeks ago when we were discussing that Brene Brown Uh and um, Susan David interview because they said this is like phase two of the pandemic, which is the trauma of it because people have lost how to communicate with each other, you know? So they're like, um, so we're going to have to, we know we're going to have to help kids socially and emotionally once we all come back together. Yeah, and, and then uh, lastly, for this part to kind of consider, before we get into solutions of late work, how to deal with late work, the last thing to kind of reflect on is, um, you know, what kind of system, grading system is good for you and realistic? You know, the biggest thing that, the point that she makes here um, is that you need to stay up on top of your system, your grading, mm-hmm. because you kind of are hypocritical if you take three weeks to turn something in, you know, but you want them to turn it in. Yeah, I was like, that's at a the end of bit class. Awkward. I do mine daily. Me too. It drives I, me. I I have to. Me too. You know, it's like my own homework. Yes. Unless and it's I, some huge major thing. Well, and we're gonna get into this later, but I like to give feedback right away. Because that's when it helps. And yes. <laughs> and and for you know? me as a student, I always yeah. liked that the best is like getting that feedback uh-huh. back right away. Exactly. So let's talk about some solutions. of the possible yeah. solutions that she Love brought it. up. Yep. And there are um, essentially seven. And then there's a little, um, which is really cool. The last one is, um, it's not really a solution. It's more preventative uh, yes. measures. So, yeah, I, like um, that. I guess we can kind of go back and forth here. So number one is our penalties. So 
most teachers give some kind of penalty typically for late work some don't let any late work in some people let it like if i'm in a topic like the progressive era Mm -hmm. in that unit you can turn stuff in you know and then after that forget it um, I personally do 20% um, late work across the board. So if it's not turned in on the day it's due, it's 20, you know, 20% off. Yes. Um, and that seems to be the easiest thing for me to manage, but some people do. I do point deductions. Point they they mentioned day, how many days? point deductions. If it's becoming habitual, um, I do also contact the parent because oh, you absolutely they, do that too, nobody yeah. wants their parent involved and their teacher. Hopefully we not. also have a PBIS um, program here where we we assign interventions and um, mm-hmm. aides and teachers do help students um, get caught up on their work if they tend to get behind for illness, yeah. quarantine, or whatever might be yeah. going on at home. Um, you know what I thought was interesting though? What? After the parent got, it's like no feedback on readers. No oh. feedback, no readers. I thought that was interesting. I don't like that. Um, yeah, I know. Well, the, I, I, I would the, say, what I is the, the point gist, of that? I get the gist of it that, you know, that you lose the opportunity to get feedback, but that, then what's the point of doing it anyways? Yeah, to me, that's you know not, I mean? that's it's not really a logical consequence because I want them, I want to know what they yes. learned. And if they don't understand it um, and they don't understand it again, then you know sometimes it takes three yeah. times for that aha moment you know and for kids to get it so and kids learn differently according to auditory sure. visual so mm-hmm. they might need that conversation and exactly. direct instruction to get it yeah it's interesting one i thought in that one yeah me too what do we have next um a separate work habits oh yeah grade. this was interesting so i like this idea me too. Um, she, she, it's meant it's to standards help. based though. That's the thing. We're not really a standards based system here. But. Yes. I, I do think for high school, it's more difficult. I don't, I would like to see like a system to see how it would work. Yeah. Um, doesn't our elementary, I think has that, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you're grading according to their, um, for achievement of the yeah. standards, which honestly makes more sense in my opinion. You know, if I have. If I have my I can statements, which are based off the standards. Yes. I mean, doesn't that seem natural that you would. You could check. You, it'd be you've like exceeded a, the standards. You've met them. You're below standards. Yes. And uh, that's very you know. straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do like the work habits idea where you're, you're also going with those 21st century skills like adherence to deadlines. Is and that's it neat? Um, so any. So there's also non-academic um, ways that you can grade their work habits. Yep. Um, some teachers offer homework passes. Oh, I do this. Yeah. Yes. And, um, that's number three, right? Yep. Yes. Um, and so, so I think, um, some kids just work better off of rewards. Um, and this works, we, we do this a lot with behavioral, um, plans as well. Can you talk about because this triggered something sure uh, for me that you did it was really successful yes um, so in a moment i want you to talk about that because that was really that's an awesome idea um but yeah i do the homework pass thing i think it works out pretty well some people drop one or two assignments and and then after you're done explaining what you do that next class passes is kind of interesting too that idea yeah Go ahead. um okay so um right before christmas i was tired i wanted to see if kids could do the work or if they 
if they or what if it was a can or a will. Right. So what I did is I did a competition between the morning and afternoon cohort and to see who could get the highest class average. And what it mainly had to do with was them doing their homework and mm-hmm. classwork completion. It was great. And we got a local pizza um, cool. pizza shop to, to give the kids coupons for <laughs> a free slice of pizza over the holiday break. And so that was like really successful. And the lowest class average was a 90. Which I wish mine was like that. Which has never I, happened. Yeah. So I I think they, they love incentives. It, yeah, yeah, they love incentives yeah, like so, that. I mean that that's something. They were great, and it was super fun yeah. because like every day they wanted I was updating it on Schoology, and they could yeah. see what they had to get to beat the so other that's team. A, that's a Deb Lubert special there. That's a good one. That's nothing that we took. A Deb Lubert special. So the next class passes is kind of cool too. Um, yeah, you know, I that, did. at the end of every marking period, she was she would give extra credit points to those that have unused passes. Oh, so nice. Okay. It gives you one extra day to turn work, and that's kind of a neat, neat idea, too. Yeah, I like that. And right or, on, the, on the heels is extension request. This is cool. Yes, I like this. I might this. try this. So Google Forms, if they need an extension, um, and sometimes this is happening because of group work, you, you give mm-hmm. them a Google Form, and they have to, um, they have to sign up um, and request um, a date that it will be due, but the teacher can track the work that is late um, or needs to be regraded um, uh-huh. on a Google form. Yep. So they kind of sign up through that Google form of when they'll turn it in, and, and, which yeah, is and they, awesome. And explain why they're unable to complete it on time. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting about that, they say, well, I go home and I just watch TV. Well, then we can kind of look at what they're saying possibly <laughs> and say, well, maybe you should do work before play or who knows what. Yeah, or give yeah. or just to just to kind of um help kids get into that mode give me 10 minutes and then give yourself 10 minutes of watching right. tv you mm-hmm. know so like even if you help them to compromise there um sometimes that can work we also had um the counselors come in and they actually helped them plan what mm. their work yeah. at school was going to look like and what their work at home was going to look like so some kids need a schedule and it helped them Planning to out, like a to-do plan. list, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yep, just in the same way. I mean, I do that every day. I kind of write it down. What's number five? Floating deadlines. Yes. Um, I like this when I'm doing presentations. Yeah. Didn't we do this um, when we were remote? When we were remote during the pandemic time. Yes. I guess we're still technically in the pandemic. Yes. But when we were hardcore remote, <laughs> if yes. you will, um, that was something that we most of us were taught, really said to do, so students had the flexibility to kind of get things turned in when they're able to. Yeah, and we also, nice. during during all remote time, each subject took a different day of the week yeah. when their homework was due. Mm-hmm. So mine was due every Monday yeah. in English, and then other subjects were due every Tuesday. And every Wednesday in social studies. Yes, and so that made it easier for kids to just focus on what they needed to to yeah. get done with that day. Number um, six? I like that students can submit their work in progress so they can show you that they're trying to get it done um, and then that way you can see where they might be stuck. Mm-hmm. Let's get something. Yeah, That's great. Um, I also like just to go back to floating deadlines oh, yeah. mm-hmm. for um, presentations. I'll do um, I'll do sheets and the kids can sign up for when they want to present okay. so that they can coordinate too. they can coordinate that yeah. um, which makes it nice okay. because they're kind of picking their own deadline. 
and um, then it goes back to them and it's not just on me. So I have a range of time between like a week and a half where they can present. And that kind of leads somewhat into number or the little number eight when we get to it. Yes. That concept. Um, give late work full credit. I think we I talked s- about it. Yeah. Uh, it depends. I struggle de- with this one, but it depends if someone makes an effort to really come in and work. Or they've hard. been sick, or right. their parents have been on sick, different or factors. Yeah, definitely. And um, then the last one, case by case for yeah. that one. The last one is other preventative measures. So these are things you can do, you know, before the late stuff. You have to deal with it. And I think there's some really cool ideas here. So, and this is kind of what what reminded me of what you just said. Include students in setting deadlines. Yes. Um, yeah. So let them let them set the deadline for their like big, yeah. big projects when they're due. This works nicely um, in English for we would do independent reading book talks. Um, mm-hmm. You and I did yeah. that with um, the mystery boxes yes. for the midterm, and they got to pick what day they were going to go, sure. which was wonderful. Um, I don't think I'm going to stop assigning homework, but she does suggest that. Some people have that in the you know in our building. They just like there's no point if you're not going to do it. Yeah, and sometimes so. I mean, or you just say like this, this thing. Um, I'm not going to grade it. Yeah. I just want to see what you're thinking, just to kind of take that anxiety out of yeah. it for them. This this last one, I don't, I don't know how. I mean, I don't so, know how you would manage it. I know. Be it says a lot make of- make homework optional or self-selected be interesting to see what the kids would come up with if they had to select how they would demonstrate their learning but i bet a lot of them wouldn't do it yeah if they're not doing it now i would i would love it once we come back to experiment with this one though because some kids that are really motivated initiative yeah initiate or motivated that's the word i'm looking for intrinsically Yes, then I think they would come up with some really interesting um, things. So, um, you know, that was kind of the the long and short of, you know, her article. And I I think it was um, pretty interesting. You know, I know it made me think about some of the things that I do and hopefully um, I'll be listening as well. Yeah. and And the key thing is this, you know. Don't be afraid to get creative, even when it comes with grading. Experiment. If it's not working, it's okay. Just keep trying. And um, and and I think um, again, if this helps you to think of some other things to do when it comes to scoring late homework, um, hope it'll help. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank again uh, Jennifer Gonzalez uh, from Call the Pedagogy for um, for this information. I think it was a good. Good discussion. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks for breaking off the piece of the the chalk. Bye bye, everybody. Have a great week. Oh, thank you.